Thank you for joining me for today's Beast Watch News Update. News from the Internet's most comprehensive Bible prophecy news website, BeastWatchNews.com. I'm Kimberly Rogers Brown. This is a special presentation of Beast Watch News called Unspinning the Spin of the Jewish Spin Machine. I will post my notes regarding this. I'm just going to kind of get started here. I got an email from pulseofisrael.com. I have signed up to get their notifications. And every once in a while I get one of their videos, you know, touting the infallibility of uh, you know the Jewish state and so forth this one I had to answer several statements were made in this video that is a propaganda video basically the Jews are trying to establish that Jerusalem is theirs all of Israel is theirs and so forth and I've been fighting this since years ago for a long time I've been fighting that that is not the case and especially in the last two years after their uh, self-declared jubilee I decided that this time I was not going to let one of these videos pass without challenging their assumptions so here we go I'm going to tell you first what they said and then I'm going to give you the correction the first one in this pulseofisrael.com video and you've got the link up there where you can go to it Jerusalem has been the capital of the Jewish people since the reign of King David that is false Jerusalem has never been the capital of the Jews Jerusalem is the capital of Israel David united the 12 tribes into the confederacy that came out of Egypt you know that you know after several hundred years and they were still all divided David united those people those same people the stock of you know those people that came out of Egypt the 12 tribes Jerusalem was the capital of those people but Jerusalem was not the capital of anything having to do with Judah before David united the kingdom of Israel so thus David upheld the original Mosaic covenant that established the kingdom of Israel on 12 tribes and the Jews is just a, a Babylonian and insulting diminutive name by which if I was them I wouldn't still want to be called that but the fact that that Jews still call themselves by the Babylonian diminutive means they're still under the the influence of Babylon you know the influence of their captors they're probably um, you know they've got that Stockholm syndrome going on they identify with Babylon even though they say they don't the captive befriends its captor in the Stockholm syndrome and the captor, uh, I'm sorry, the captive rather, will begin to even peddle the captor's culture and the way the captor uh, has trained such a person. So this is why Yahweh is bringing mystery Babylon to Jerusalem. 
as a final statement that the four tribes that are with Judah scripturally are still bound by their captors ideologies religion and culture and I have taught elsewhere also that you know Ezekiel in chapters 20 and 23 talks about that, that you know their hearts never left Egypt to begin with so you know they're still part of Egypt part Babylon um, also Jerusalem is not the capital of the Jews because part of Jerusalem is actually sitting in Benjamin's territory now Benjamin is part of the house of Judah the, you know the Jews collectively but Benjamin's tribe is Benjamin's tribe and you know his territory belongs to him thus Jerusalem represents all 12 tribes because Benjamin is not from the mother Leah as is Judah you know the territory in which most of Jerusalem sits Benjamin is from Rachel the other wife of Jacob and Joseph's full brother see Judah and Benjamin are half brothers so uh, they both come together in the city of Jerusalem to represent that you know the Jerusalem is the capital of the children of both mothers you see number two Jerusalem has never been the capital of any Arab or Muslim entity true true Arabs are from Arabia which is the location of Mount Sinai according to Galatians 4.25 this was Midianite territory during Moses time and Midian was the son of Abraham from his uh, second wife Keturah the area of the southern Middle East that's now Jordan and Saudi Arabia were inhabited by Abraham's other sons and grandsons the word oh who by the way who were those sons and grandsons they were Esau and his children and Ishmael and his children the word Arav is uh, derived from Erev which means mixed Jerusalem is intended to be the capital of an unmixed population of 12 tribes of Israelites living in Abraham's promised land but Abraham's territory is much bigger than the land given to the Israelites its its borders are from the Euphrates to the Nile from the Mediterranean to much of what is Saudi Arabia Iraq and almost all of Syria but guess what the reason that territory belongs to Abraham is because his sons and grandsons from Esau and Ishmael have to have a place to live too you see the 12 tribes they get to have that most precious of the soil of the um, the fertile crescent as it's called they get the better choice of land you know Lot he thought he was going to go over there and have the the better choice of land well it turns out that the better choice of land is actually that fertile crescent uh, that that is the area of the earth that geographically and ecologically is the center of the earth and I, I don't have time to go into all of that here it's even going to become soon the economic center of the earth and the religious center of the earth and so that's true Jerusalem 
That area has never been the capital of any Arab or Muslimite entity, but it has been the center of other ites's life, you know, like those Jebusites that owned air, uh, that area. So um, I have to agree with that statement. Jerusalem has never been the capital of any Arab or Muslim entity. Jerusalem existed 1,600 years prior to the birth of Islam. True. Uh, Jerusalem is mentioned over 600 times in the Bible. False. Jerusalem is mentioned over 800 times in Yahweh's scriptures that all 12 tribes have access to, which includes the Tanakh and the Brit Hadashah. You see, because the, you know the Jews reject that further historical uh, and historically accurate set of books called the New Testament. Why they just don't recognize that you know the Jerusalem that's mentioned in there is part of the scriptures, uh, you know, overall. Jerusalem is not mentioned in the Koran. That's true. That doesn't mean anything, really. You know, number three and number five, Jerusalem existed 1,600 years prior to the birth of Islam and is not mentioned in the Koran. It's like, well, so what? Jerusalem is not mentioned in even the writings of the people who were historians during the time of Yeshua. I mean, Jerusalem is just not, that wasn't that important to them. You know, the Greek historians, Roman historians, eh, they didn't mention Jerusalem either. The Koran came 1,600 years later. It doesn't mention Jerusalem, but so what? The point that they're trying to make is that there's just not an Arab or a Muslim that belongs there. I think they're going to find out that Yahweh has some of his remnant people hidden among uh, the Muslims and you know those Jews are just going to be shocked when you know those Muslims get chosen to be a part of Yahweh's kingdom and by the way the Lord said that some of those are going to be turned into Levites let me go get that scripture for you starting at Isaiah 66:15, it says for behold the Lord will come with fire and his chariots like a whirlwind to render his anger with fury and his rebuke with flames of fire for by the fire and by his sword will the Lord plead with all flesh and the slain of the Lord shall be many they that sanctify themselves and purify themselves in the garden behind one in the midst it says one tree in the King James eating swine's flesh and the abomination and the mouse shall be consumed together says the Lord for I know their works and their thoughts it shall come that I will gather all get this nations and tongues and they shall come and see my glory so the nations and tongues are coming who are those those are the Gentiles Verse 19, and I will set a sign among them, and I will send those that escape of them to the nations, to Tarshish, Pol, and Lud, that draw the bow, to Tubal and Javan, to the isles afar off, that have not heard my fame, neither have seen my glory, and they shall declare my glory among the, guess who, Gentiles. And they, the people from you know where he sends the people out to those nations and those people will bring all your brethren for an offering to the Lord out of all the nations so these are these are people that are called gentiles 
they're living all over the nations and they're coming back upon horses and in chariots according to Isaiah 66 20 and in litters and upon mules and swift beasts to my holy mountain Jerusalem says the Lord oh by the way there's your answer whose capital is Jerusalem Yahweh seems to think that it's his capital I guess he's just going to have to argue with that you know about that with the Jews anyway we'll move on beyond that and then it continues in verse 20 as the children bring of Israel bring an offering in a clean vessel to the house of the Lord so there, there he's going to send us out and we're going to bring all these people back and then in verse 21 these people that they're bringing back that carry that call themselves Gentiles guess what in verse 21 and I will also take of them for priests and for Levites says the Lord so you see there's a little more to this thing about Jerusalem than just that um, you know it belonged to the Jews because as I just pointed out Yahweh thinks that Jerusalem is his capital so I don't know he's just going to have to argue with them Uh, number six Muhammad never set foot in Jerusalem true true Uh, Islam has an oral tradition about Muhammad visiting Jerusalem but ah, he never he never set foot there number seven there has been a Jewish presence in Jerusalem for over 3,000 years well that's both true and false the truth is that all 12 tribes have had access to and have even fought over Jerusalem for the last 3,000 years you know Judah is one of the tribes and then there were 11 others and they've all been fighting over Jerusalem you know the house of Israel wanted Jerusalem the house of Judah wants Jerusalem they've been fighting today there are no people from the house of Judah the Jews who are not genetically mixed with other Israelites from the other tribes they're they're mixed with Arabs and even Edomites according to their history which is long and convoluted and too much for this little um, broadcast here Um, the Jews have never not mixed with other peoples so I mean the false part of this is that you know the Jews are some kind of pure you know kind of special thing and they're not ever mixed with anybody else and they've come up from the line of David and you know from that that uh, glorious time when you know they were committing idolatry against Yahweh and he met and 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 uh, violating the Sabbaths and the Shemitahs and the Jubilees you know that glorious time that they like to reference so you know he he sent them into Babylon where they continued to mix now the people that got left in the land those are now called Palestinians but we know in the scriptures that there were people from all 12 tribes still in the land after the Assyrian and the Babylonian captivities so the Palestinians are those people along with some other mixtures that I've reported about in Beast Watch News number eight Jews have had a continuous presence in Jerusalem for over 2,000 years 
true. But Jews are not the only continuous presence in Jerusalem for over 2,000 years. 2,000 years ago, Romans were present in Jerusalem. Today, Roman DNA is found in Jewish DNA, along with the DNA of Esau, the Arabs, and the other Middle Eastern people. And 2,000 years ago, people from all 12 tribes still inhabited Galilee and Samaria. That's the West Bank today. And all of those have had constant access to Jerusalem since that time, even when the majority of Jews were being dispersed north into Europe and Russia. The statement that should be made is that all 12 mixed with other people tribes of Jacob have had a continuous presence in Jerusalem for the last 2,000 years, not just Judah. However, the Jews refuse to acknowledge the other tribes' existence. They do so only when pressed, and they claim to seek these tribes all over the earth, but they reject the biblical doctrine that Yahweh scattered Israel among the Gentiles so well that they became known as Gentiles. And at this juncture, as the world approaches the ingathering in Yeshua's coming kingdom, many so-called Gentiles have come forward to say, Hey, you know, I'm an Ephraimite. I know I'm an Ephraimite because the Spirit witnesses to my spirit. Yahweh's spirit, the Ruach, witnesses to my spirit. And I can't figure out any other reason why I'd want to be keeping this Torah thing. Because nobody taught me that I need to keep it. He taught me that I need to keep it. But the Jews say, no, you're getting that from somewhere else. They're wrong. So the Jews reject that uh, Ephraimites exist Uh, outside of the little tribal enclaves that they keep looking for that they are not finding which verifies that only the Jews can inherit Israel so we'll see how that goes for them the house of Judah's enemies are in Islam and Christianity the Jews want to kill Muslims as much as the Muslims want to kill Jews in Islam our house of Judah and house of Israel descendants that were forcibly converted to Islam in Christianity our house of Judah and house of Israel descendants that were forcibly converted to Christianity in the house of Judah are Edomites and others who were forcibly converted to Judaism before and possibly during the time of Yeshua all three religions that are fighting over Jerusalem now have Jacob's people along with Edomites, Ishmaelites, Moabites, Ammonites, even Canaanites. It is not possible for anyone but Yahweh to sort out who belongs to his sheepfold and who does not. And one method that he's going to use is going to be war. The the Jews don't have the ability to uh, take that position away from Yahweh and say you belong and you don't that's his territory his capital is Jerusalem his nation is Israel his kingdom is called Israel number nine says the Palestinian covenant of 1964 doesn't once mention Jerusalem that technically is true the Palestinian covenant though set as its boundaries uh, the area within the British mandate which does include Jerusalem Um, if 
Yasser Arafat's goal was to take all of Jerusalem for the Palestinians, which biblically speaking would have been to establish the modern UN created state of Israel with only nine of the 13 tribes. If, you know, if that had been Yasser Arafat's goal, that's what it would have meant. Israel with nine of the 13 tribes. And those are sometimes referred to as the lost 10 tribe tribes which is a statement that is also true from the scriptures you just got to keep reading everywhere to see why those configuration changes from time to time but Israel the the state of Israel the nation of Israel the kingdom of Israel belongs neither to one house or the other also let me make it clear because they're saying that you know Jerusalem wasn't important to the Palestinians and and you know their Palestinian covenant of 1964 doesn't mention Jerusalem and so forth well the case is also made that Jerusalem has been pretty much a non-issue for Jews over the millennia even today there are Jews who never even visited Jerusalem and many who do not want to visit Jerusalem so this these statements that they're making against the Palestinians actually you know kind of puts them in the bad light as well number 10 until 1948 the term Palestinian was synonymous with Jews living in the land of Palestine the rest of the inhabitants were referred to as Arabs false the name Palestine comes from the ancient Hebrew term for Philistines which is the word Peleshet that word first appears in 1 Samuel 17.8 now at the time of Samuel there was no split in the kingdom yet that had turned the kingdom into a house of Judah and a house of Israel there wasn't even a King Solomon yet there was going to be a David but Samuel hadn't gotten there yet they were dealing with the, the Palestinians then there's the, the Philistines that's the word for Philistines and the land was called Palestine for over 2,000 years now the Je- the Jews rather never used the name Israel until they confiscated that name that belongs to Joseph in First Chronicles 5 1 and after Rehoboam that's Solomon's son from the tribe of Judah no king of Judah ever referred to himself as king of Israel in the writings the kings ruling in the south were always referred to as the kings of Judah so Judah was never um, king of anything except his little territory and the kings ruling in the north were called kings of Israel and they only ruled in their little territories even in Yeshua's time the Jews living in Judea did not call themselves uh, if there was a king they did not call themselves the king of Israel but Yeshua called himself king of Israel even though the Jews living in Judea did not that's because Yeshua is the king of the twelve tribes and there are only four tribes in Judah it is Yeshua's job to bring back the other tribes you see even Herod in that time did not call himself 
king of Israel. He was simply referred to as the king. But it was during this time, during the Roman occupation, that began in the first century BCE, that Palestine was used to refer to all the people who lived within the borders of the land. And those were people from the house of Judah who lived in Judea and its capital Jerusalem and the house of Israel who lived in the north but mostly in Samaria which is today's west bank along with Edomites, Moabites, Ammonites and other Ites, Arabs, etc. that have always lived in the land. So it wasn't only Jews who lived in the land for the last 3,000 years and that for about 2200 years have been called Palestinians in Palestine. This statement that says that until 1948 the term Palestinian meant the Jews. (laughs) No, no. The Palestinians were all the people that lived there according to the Romans. The rest of the inhabitants were not referred to as simply Arabs from before the Greek invasion during the time of Cyrus of Persia people living in Samaria were referred to as Samaritans people living up north were referred to as Galileans so you see the word Palestinian doesn't really apply to the, to you know everything in history or to every piece of land it depends on what stage in history you're talking about these names did not change though you know Samaria and Galilee and Palestine and Rome called all of it Palestine but the the Jews didn't like the Samarians and they didn't like the Galileans and you know they there was all this different names going on these names did not change until the Jews were dispersed over about a 300 year period and the vacuum left by them quickly filled up with the house of Jacob descendants from all 12 tribes who guess what they did married Arabs while the house of Judah was in its dispersion and busy marrying into Christian and Gentile stock so there is no true Palestinian uh, you know, like the the Palestinians in the West Bank are the true Palestinians, or the Jews are the true Palestinians, and the statements are made that you know the Palestinians in the West Bank are the true Jews, and and the other Jews are not true Jews because they're Ashkenazi Jews, and it's just this is a bunch of nonsense. Nobody has this right. Number eleven. There has never been any distinctive Palestinian language or culture. Well, true, in a kind of, sort of way, the promised land uh, morphed into a melting pot, much like America is today. And that happened because the Israelites just, they just rejected Yahweh. And he kept sending them in, you know, their enemies, and their enemies would bring in other people. And this, his land became not the land of the Israelites. His land became a land for everybody else. Most of the people, though, spoke a common language. Um, those common languages would have been Aramaic. In fact, Jews spoke Greek. There were, you know, Egyptians 
uh, in Ale- or Jews in Egyptian Alexandria in about 200 BC Jerusalem sent a bunch of rabbis down there to translate the Torah into Greek because those Jews didn't speak Hebrew they spoke Greek and of course then the other languages in the land were Latin from Rome and Persian from Persia so the Jews also do not have the correct biblical culture on them their culture you know the one that they're so proud of that they say you even if you convert to Judaism you're not a true Jew because you are not a cultural Jew you were not born a Jew so you're not a true Jew that you can be a Jewish convert you can be a Judaism convert let's put it that way their culture is a conglomerate of all the places where the Jews have lived on the earth for the last 2000 plus years along with some of their traditions that came out of the people where they lived some Jews follow one set of traditions while other Jews follow a different set of traditions and then there are Jews who choose to reject all Jewish traditions so you know what there is no such thing as Jewish culture what exists that is called Jewish culture is based on religious doctrines that are similar between the orthodox and ultra-orthodox the orthodox and ultra-orthodox are a teensy tiny small percentage of the total global Jewish population and an even smaller percentage of the global non-Jewish populations the Palestinians actually have as much if not more cohesion as Muslims in Islam than the Jews do as Jews and this number 12 statement there has never been a country by the name of Palestine governed by Palestines true (laughs) but there has also never been a country named Israel governed by this house of Judah until 1948 Israel is the name of Yahweh's nation it's Yahweh's kingdom it's called Israel that's what he calls Israel and he requires that Israel be established on 12 tribes not 4 the modern UN created state of Israel Jewish Israel was allowed to rise to fulfill Yahweh's plan to end the wickedness of his people and the nations and to bring his kingdom to the earth 13 records of a Palestinian entity are non-existent false unless the Jews are going to claim that the Jews never existed in Roman Palestine the history is full of information about Jews in Roman Palestine so like I proved a few weeks ago in my teaching about the argument from silence and and the Jewish atheists uh, and the and anti-missionaries and so forth that want to prove that Yeshua didn't exist because he wasn't mentioned in any of the uh, Jewish historians records (laughs) well those historians never mentioned the Jews either so I guess I guess the Jews didn't exist 
in Palestine. You see, their arguments come back on them. If you know, if you know what to look for, their arguments are nonsensical and they come back and bite them in the behind. Number 14. Mark Twain, this is their statement, wrote about the archaeological remains of a temple after his visit to Palestine in 1867. Yes, and Twain wrongly called it the remains of Solomon's temple. That lie has stuck to those remains ever since in popular culture. You know, Twain wasn't a Bible scholar. He probably didn't really know that much about the history but he would have known that the first temple had been destroyed and the second temple wasn't Solomon's the land was still called Palestine during Twain's visit too so it was the remains of the second temple that Twain saw the major difference between the first and second temples is that Yahweh's glory was in the first temple but not in the second. The reason for the Jewish second temple lacking Yahweh's glory within is because only the house of Judah was present to build and ordain it. The Jews rejected their house of Israel and house of Judah brethren who had been resettled in Samaria and Galilee when they came back from Babylon those northern people wanted to participate in the rebuilding but only after 70 years of Babylonian snooty culture the Jews rejected their own brethren who had been in the land all that time so you know <clears throat> the Jews who claim that they've been they've had a presence in the land all the time actually they haven't because you have to have your leadership present in the land in order to say there's been your presence you know in the land their leaders were taken to Babylon and then their leaders were kicked out of the land for 1878 years now other Jewish people and other house of Israel people remained in the land but without the leadership you cannot make the claim that you've had a constant presence in some place it's just that some people managed to continue living there and that's all now Yahweh required that there be a second temple so that Yeshua could walk there to teach the house of Judah and that it would have to be from the Jewish temple compound that the Jewish leadership would convene and contrive allegations against Yeshua to kill him Ezekiel's temple by the way which is not the next temple that's coming but it is a, a temple that will be built in the future will have Yahweh's glory in it and we call um, wrongly so Ezekiel's temple the third temple it's actually going to be the fourth because you had the first temple and the second temple you're going to have another Jewish temple and then Ezekiel's temple after that Jerusalem is not the eternal capital of the Jewish people as the ending caption of this video says Jerusalem is Yahweh's eternal capital city where he will sit as king 
After killing the Jewish Messiah, who will tout himself to be God by having sat on Yahweh's throne on Temple Mount, the king of Israel is Yeshua. He is from the tribe of Judah, but is not from the house of Judah or the house of Israel. He is all Israel's king. The next time the Jews put out a propaganda film, you might understand more about the propaganda lies they're telling. That's it for this Beast Watch News update. This is Kimberly Rogers Brown signing off. Click over to BeastWatchNews.com for full comprehensive coverage of all the headlines fulfilling end of days Bible prophecy.